welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Lady Alba and Lord Knight. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, I'm so okay. excited about this topic, I'm vibrating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about soulmates. Yay! <laughs> what is a soulmate? Oh, Jesus. You first. Okay. <laughs> soulmates are two souls that were intertwined with each other uh-huh. to always refine themselves. Okay. For all eternity. Okay. Are they created or do they just come that way? I think it could be either or. I think the better question, (laughs) this is why I'm so excited about this topic, by the way. The overwhelming belief, right, is that there's one perfect soul out there for you. (laughs) You have one soulmate. Right? And it's everybody's quest to find their soulmate. And now, I love this shit. Now we've got twin flames. Don't you find my twin flame? (laughs) Here's here's my issue, okay? Okay. You're my soulmate. Yes. Aswin is my soulmate. Uh Uh-huh. My husband was my soulmate. Uh Uh-huh. My daughter is my soulmate. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Because, first of all, in our living form, okay, well, and again, it depends on how you view living, in our corporeal form, (laughs) how about that? As we inhabit these bodies and walk this earth, we encounter so many people, and many of them we create strong, loving bonds with. Right. Some of those bonds are familial, some of them are friendships, some of them are love interests. Why are we so stupid as to think that it would be any different on the other side when, here's the thing I always find fun, (laughs) we're dead longer than we're alive. Yes. We spend more time on the spiritual plane than we do on this one. So are you going to tell me that in the entire time we're on the spiritual plane, we are only interacting with the people that we were alive with and no one else? That's impossible. And more importantly, again, the soulmate idea is that it's one other soul and you guys are coming back together. Come on. It's not logical. It's just not. If we are a part of something greater, right, right, a creative force, and we go back to it, there are pieces of us that interacted with it, that interacted with souls here, interact with souls in the afterlife. I mean, come on. Find me a mother who would not say that her offspring are her soulmates. Of course they are. Right. Matter of fact, if I, if I remember correctly, even the children's DNA gets wrapped up in the mothers after they're born. Yeah. Because they're there so for so long. But there's all kinds of things. I mean, again, we can, the bonds that we form are phenomenal. Yes. So to deny ourselves or deprive ourselves the opportunity for that to continue in multiple ways is kind of messed up. It is. 
It's also such a bullshit romantic notion, <laughs> right? Like, Lord Oswin, are you my soulmate? Yes. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> but <laughs> he just said yes from beyond the door. But the reason I bring this up because again. There is a specific ritual we do. Yes. Not, again, getting us to do it is pulling teeth. A hand fasting. Right. Yeah. Which we believe that this is what makes, for lack of a better thing, the whole soulmate thing to begin with. Right. But that... (sighs) That's a little different than this concept of one perfect person out there. Yeah. I mean, I think... So, like, okay... Wiccans have weddings and then they have hand fastings. And depending on the tradition, there's different views on them, right? right? We have seen traditions where a hand fasting is literally like a temporary contract. Yep. It's a year and a day. If your marriage survives said year and day, you can continue or you can walk away. I actually think there's something brilliant about that. In that I, if I, if, if I had my way, <laughs> couples would not file a marriage certificate until after the year and a day. The year and a day is a trial marriage, basically. If you can survive yeah, this. If you can, like, see what happens for that first year. Should, should there be, should there be anything else there? Do they need to go to counseling? Maybe, well, yeah, of course. Of course there's other components there. But I'm just saying, a year and a day minimum, and maybe you renew a few times, and then you decide if you're in it for the long haul (laughs) and actually go ahead and file a marriage certificate because many many couples will just be like nah i'm good shake hands walk away regardless the the financial and blah blah Mm. blah and it's a bigger headache than most but getting a divorce nowadays it sucks yeah it's awful it's completely nutsy and i know a lot Mm -hmm. of people are like "I, i don't even if it doesn't work out i don't want to put up with this so why go through it to begin with yeah exactly I mean, but there's that. And then there's the hand fastings where, yes, it's a soul bonding. Right. But even those come with caveats. Yes. They can be broken. So knowing that and understanding that, I feel like on this plane, what is it? It's a very extreme commitment ceremony. Yes, you are really going, I'm in it. I'm in it all the way. Fine. But again, I, I don't know. I look at certain things and I go, there have been too many instances in my life where I have met another person and gone, I know you. Right. Holy shit, do I know you. Right. And there's no going back. Nope. Once you've met, once you, yeah, it's like a rekindling, hence that whole flame, you know, thing. Right. And I don't see how more people, especially in craft, don't acknowledge that for what it is. You can meet past parents, past lovers, past children. I mean, look, last go around, we could have been different genders and you could have been, I don't know, my mom. So sure, you could have been my mommy. And whatever's left of those threads, those ties, we recognized it. Yes. Does it mean the relationship is going to be the same? No. No. 
what do we do? We work with what we've got. I'm going to see, because here's my question. If we do believe in the whole soulmates and mm-hmm. stuff, what do we do when your soulmate does come back as your parent? This is where a lot of people get fucked All right. in a very bad way. They misinterpret what they're experiencing. Right. They misinterpret the connection. And yes, this is how people with really, really gigantic age gaps Mm -hmm. end up in compromising positions. This is how you end up having an inappropriate, not always, but sometimes, right? An inappropriate relationship with somebody. Or it's how... You know, sometimes you just meet two people and you go, God damn it, you guys are just volatile. You suck together. Yeah. But separately, they're decent people. Same thing. It just, they're, you're trying to, in those instances, force a love connection that is not there. I have met so many couples over the years where I have gone, you guys would just be great friends. Just be friends. Stop trying to make it something else and just be friends. And it would be great. But we don't do that. We're stubborn. We're stubborn. Humanity stubborn? No, never. But we're also spoon-fed these bullshit ideas of, again, one eternal romance. No. When the rhythm of... Oh. (laughs) More or less. I mean, it's even got a ring involved. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's so silly. It's like, no, why, why does that? It's it's a very bizarre notion to think that, again, we would not look into the soul, the eyes of a child from a previous life and not know them. That's impossible. Right. Instantly, you will know them. But uh, does that mean that the relationship is going to be the same? No. No. And that's okay. Um, I think the other thing is, again, we have so many soulmates, it's kind of sickening. There's a lot of them. Yes. There's a lot of souls. Yes. Yeah. And that's okay. We're pack animals. We don't go it alone. We never have. Well, now, these people that seem to hunt... For mm. this, there, there, there are people mm-hmm. out there. They seem to become obsessed mm-hmm. with finding yes. this one soulmate oh, yeah. that they often pass up mm-hmm. people who would be good fits. Yes, because they're looking for that spark, that connection, that thing that again is like, and, and I can only explain it the way I experience it. It really feels like a part of my something in my body is trying to get out to reach you right to reach the other soul and it's like pull it it's magnetic it's ridiculous but if we really pay attention we've had those experiences our whole life the first thing a baby does yep it's reach for its mom it's already we know this right right so, and it's the same way people go, oh, you know, you're, you're, you know, even if your dad, you know, the child hears you in the womb and knows you. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. But there may be more going on there. It's, it's funny how, you know, sometimes children 
you know, especially if you've got, you know, multiple kids in the household, you know, there's always that one who's got the real close connection with dad or the one that's got the yeah. real close bond <laughs> with mom. And you're like, why? Don't know. It's just special. It's just different. It's something it's about just those the way, two. Yes. It's just the way it is. It's sometimes just it is. moms are closer to their daughters. Yep. Sometimes they're closer to their sons. Mm-hmm. It's just is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you repel each other. Go figure. <laughs> There's that option too. One of the funniest things that I ever heard was someone. It was it was a very specific description, but fellow fellow pagan, fellow priestess, and she goes, you know, it's kind of like the opposite of namaste. You know, namaste being my soul meets your soul and acknowledges your soul. Whereas in this case, it's my soul sees your soul and wants to destroy it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's funny. (laughs) Because why, again, why wouldn't it, why wouldn't that exist? Sometimes we just don't like people and we don't know why. How many times have you just gone, I don't like that guy. He rubs me the wrong way. I don't like him. I don't know. There's just something about the way he looks, the way he talks. Right. Why is that not part of the same mechanism? How do we know that that's not somebody from a past life that we had beef with? Yes. Or we're wary of them because we were wary because they did something then. And now we're like, "Mm, I don't think I trust you. I need to keep my distance from you. You're not safe. Who knows? When we go out and we meet people Mm. for class and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there is this instant connection. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. But we have to let it sort of organically evolve. Yeah. You know, and that's hard sometimes to not force it, push it. But now, yeah. Now, let me ask you, could these mm. people that are looking for the soulmates, mm. could it be that they're not looking for the soulmates or actual love? They just think that it's supposed to be that spark when you first meet that intense the whole entire time. Yeah. What I what I think <laughs> happens more often than not is I feel like those people are misinterpreting the chemical signals in their brain mm-hmm. and the chemical signals that typically attract us to somebody of, you know, right, whatever gender we're attracted to. Right. And it's that. And that, yeah, again, problematic because the chemical input is totally different. So it's like you may have your best friend in the whole world who you've known your whole life and you do anything for this person and you're sitting there going, but I still haven't found my soulmate. Yes, you have. (laughs) They've been right there this whole time. You're you're wanting the chemical Chemical. input to tell you that you want to suck face with that person. Right. You're you're chasing that love hot. Yeah. But that's not necessarily what it is. And again, I just, I think it's ridiculous to think that it's just one person for anybody. No, I mean, because um, when we're sitting there and we're counseling people on love and stuff like think? that and relationships, we always, what's it going to be like, you know, in the middle of the night when you're gaseous and you're farting in the bed and <laughs> you still got to get up the next day and that guy and that person beside you is snoring like a freaking Absolutely. There's so many intricacies that we don't think about. But right, what right. happens when we 
when we're interested in someone, when we're attracted to them, it's dopamine, it's serotonin, it's it's all these chemicals that flood our system, and we're stupid. We are stupid. We make stupid ass decisions, right? That's the whole, you know, you fall madly in love and all that. But at some point, it calms down, it wears down, and then you go, okay, what's left? Well, see, and again, some of these things are not always lost. I remember watching no. a uh, comedy show one day. Son comes in. He's got his T-shirt on, his boxer mm-hmm. shorts. Goes in the refrigerator, pulls out the milk, mm-hmm. drinks it. The mom's sitting there, and he scratches his butt. And then mom's sitting there with his sister going, oh, God, this is gross. I can't watch this. Yeah. Five seconds later, dad comes in, does the same, same thing, thing. And she's like, damn, he's you. hot. Yeah. <laughs> the he's daughter's like, going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that when we start to look at this deeper and look at it differently, we are able to appreciate the relationships we have differently. Because if we stop seeing it as that one perfect person, that soulmate, if if we start going, yeah, you're my soulmate, you're my soulmate, you're my soulmate, how much better will we treat everybody? True. We We would literally have such different relationships with our friends and our family because I think we would offer a different level of respect for one. Right. And two, I think, well, you'd just be happier because you're not chasing something constantly. Lee. Looking, 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 looking. Stop looking. Look at what's right there. Right. Now, now these people that, for the lack of a better thing, that, like we said, we call it the love high. Mm-hmm. Do you not see their same behavior as being more that of a drug addict? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, look, I'll be the first to admit some people just don't do well by themselves. No. But there is typically a pattern of behavior of people who jump one after the next after the next madly in love every single time. And you're like, wait a second. (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what's going on here. Yeah. No. It's a chemically induced state that, that eventually wears off. <laughs> yeah. And then the relationship normally goes to hell after that. Typically, yeah. Um, Yeah. And I know it's tough because so many pagans want the soulmate connection and they want, and it doesn't mean you don't have it. Again, your spouse, your significant other can absolutely be one of those deep, incredible loves of your life. But but accept that there's more than one. You know, I I remember looking at my daughter, who is my stepdaughter, technically, right? Biologically, I never gave birth to her. And probably about six months after her dad passed away, uh-huh. um, you know, I kissed her on top of the head and I said, you know, you're really the love of my life because it's true. In a, in a strange way, I have adopted her and I am far more willing to put up with her bullshit <laughs> <laughs> than anybody else's. I, l- let me say this. That's not a lot of bullshit. She's yeah, actually kind she of... She has her moments, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but I am way more forgiving and way more... Because, I mean, seriously, but she... That's how I view her. And I go... I think most 
parents feel that way in some respect. You know, it's that whole thing when you go, I would die for my kid. My husband, eh, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it, it is an interesting perspective and it's something we have to kind of look at or unpackage a little differently. And again, it trying to buy into all the other bullshit. I mean, oh my God, how many love spells are devoted to finding the one? Oh my God. Finding the one. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on. I love the ones that are the old school folklore where it's like to get him to him or her to cross the threshold. Right. <laughs> I'm like, are you really going to tell me the Amazon delivery guy is, is your net? Like, you know, come on. And maybe he is. But unless you go greet him for that package and talk to him, you'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you're not sure uh, what kind of policies they have home when you show up in your negligee. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, it's so 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 far in your life. How many soulmates would you say you've had? If you had to, <laughs> uh, four, five, okay, okay, that... yeah, all right. It's probably about the same. I'd say it's like five, somewhere five. in there. Because these are people that I honestly, genuinely can go, I cannot see my life without them in, without it. Them in it in some capacity. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, these are also the same people I've noticed. I could go years without talking oh, to yeah. them and pick up the phone and it's like, we, we, we saw each other last week. Absolutely. There's no, there's no distance barrier. There's none of that. It does. It just doesn't matter. I also find that it's the last person you always want to call to get when you need something. Sometimes. Sometimes because that person gonna... knows you so well. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be that little bit of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? What'd you do? Mm-hmm. Do we need to talk about it? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, look. It'd be fun. <laughs> It's a flesh wound. <laughs> I, I can honestly say that our, our soul link is definitely due in part to coffee. In part? In part. We did meet for coffee. I think we were born under coffee trees. We met, we met and fell in love over coffee. Oh, uh, we're gross. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning.